So before we open this episode of the Wompcast, we want to make it very clear we are very aware of the uh, historical and racial connotations of the name. And before we're having a conversation on racism at our school, um, we would like to say that we are open to changing the podcast name and are looking toward it in our near future. So if you have any suggestions on what to change our name to or any thoughts or opinions on it, please feel free to email us um, with the email as I said at the end of the podcast and any other concerns you may have. So yeah, enjoy this episode of the Branch Your High podcast. So hello, welcome back to the Wompcast, the podcast for Brantry High by Brantry High. I'm your host, Cole, and today I'm joined by Nalila and Miss Johnson. How are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, how are you, Cole? I'm good. So today we're going to be talking about the Strengths and Differences Club, its formation, and just general recent activism and new organizations at BHS. So I guess the place to get started is to just for both of you to talk about your experiences and maybe how they inspired the formation of the Strengths and Differences Club and kind of coming together in this way. I'm gonna let Nalila start because it's her brainchild. Um, it actually started because of the many racial issues I, started, I saw in this school. Um, I've seen a lot of my friends and I get discriminated and I just didn't like it because some of the consequences were being swept under the rug and there was no proper consequences or discussions um, about it and I just got tired to a certain point where I felt that I needed to start my own club because it's no change so I wanted a safe space for people who felt like me to be in the room with me and to speak up and use their voice with me. So Nalila brought this to me, um, and as one of the few teachers of color on staff, um, I felt it was something I had to support. While I personally have not had um, any issues to my face, um, students have brought to my attention issues where they have had, um, there have been instances of bias towards them. All right, so. Just in regards to how the club is currently going, like what would you say is like the club's mission and kind of, you know, who usually joins and stuff like that? If you just wanted to talk about strengths and differences as a club. Um, so anybody can join, honestly. Like if being social and wanting change and fighting for others and using your voice is for you, then I honestly say go for it. Anybody's welcome. I love people who join and I love people who um, to try new things. Um, sorry, what else what was I supposed to talk about? I just talk about, like, um, like when do you guys meet? Like, what day of the week? Uh, we meet every Wednesday after school in room 370. Um, how would you say, like, the first, like, initial, like, kind of getting the club started? Like, how did that work for you guys? Like, was it initially popular, or would you say it was kind of an idea you kind of had to, like, get the ball rolling on? It was a lot of promotion. Um, at first, it was just a few students from Miss Murphy's AP class, and I really appreciated that. And it started getting popular. I wouldn't say popular, but like a lot of kids started joining um, a great amount. And I think it's going off as a pretty good start as a new club. 
and I'm really proud of it and I'm really appreciative of everybody coming and supporting and just supporting and making a change with us. Yes, definitely been um, a word of mouth kind of thing. I mean, I've been making announcements, <laughs> but um, I think the, the initial group of students who came have sort of been spreading it. Um, and so we've had more students come every week, which has been good to see. So I would say that like most of what people recognize strengths and differences from, at least recently, is probably a lot of the posters in the hallway. And this is something that I've just taken notice to. There's a lot of like graphic design going around. Do you just want to talk a little bit about that? Like who's been doing that and putting up the posters? Um, Sabrina has been doing that for us. Um, shout out to Sabrina. She has been doing an amazing job with all the posters and Miss Johnson asks her to, okay, can you do this for me? And Sabrina's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So really appreciative of her and yeah. Yeah, so we definitely have drawn on Sabrina's skills um, and it's definitely benefited us. Um, and all I have to do is once she, she makes it, is go and get it printed. Um, and then we put them up, yeah, so it's been very good. Seems like a pretty popular club so far, you know, kind of pulling in artists and people from a lot of walks of life. Um, but talking more recently about the walk-in, could you guys just talk about what the inspiration for that direct course of action was? Uh, the walk-in was just a continuation of the walk-out, but in a positive and non-destructive way for school. It was also a way for students to show support because I know some students didn't get to from the walk-out because they could have had their issues or they were just scared because they don't want to get in trouble. But it was just a positive way to continue to fight for racial discrimination and equal justice for the school. Yeah, it was also a way for um, teachers to get involved too because a number of teachers had expressed that they would have liked to support the students who were involved in the walkout but could not leave the building. So by arranging for the walk-in to happen before school started, more teachers could be involved and um, it allowed more students to be involved because then there was no penalty. There, there were no potential disciplinary actions. And then because we were walking into the building, it was unlikely that people would be taking advantage of it, like some students did who just left school because of the walkout. Yeah, I did notice that there was like a lot of staff like holding signs like in the lobby but, um, during the walk-in. Um, what would you say is the general kind of, did you find the walk-in successful into kind of advancing the cause of strengths and differences? Do you wish that maybe parts of it went differently or like what parts of it did you like? Um, I think it went pretty well for a new club like this. Um, I'm really appreciative of how well it went. We thought that it wasn't gonna be a lot of people but it was more people than we thought. We were kind of nervous and anxious about it. And I think from the feedback I have gotten is that a number of students were surprised and then also appreciative of how many members of staff in the building are here and are supportive of um, making the school welcoming for everyone. Yeah, definitely. So, um, could you guys just go into a bit more detail of like how the walk, um, the walk-in worked? Like, what time did you guys like kind of stand outside um, in the front of the school? I also noticed I didn't I, I followed the Instagram account and I was looking at it and I didn't notice that there was much about um, there were students in the back of the building as well coming from the buses. Could you just kind of explain like what was going on with like them both like merging into the lobby because that kind of confused me. 
So we planted that we would split up in the front and the back so some, some parents can be acknowledged that this is going on as well so they don't feel left out. And we also wanted in front of the school so students can join us if they would like to. Um, it started at 7 and it ended around 7.25 so it wouldn't interfere with school and it was also a chance for teachers to join in other staffs. Yes, so the goal was because students get dropped off at both the front and the back because at the front you have the buses and then you have the student drivers and at the back you have parents dropping off students. It was a way to get both groups at once um, and also by having um, people at the back with the signs it was a way to also engage with parents and therefore the wider community to show that this is something that is topical in our school and something we want to have addressed. So was it um, holding signs or was it also like speeches and stuff like that? Because I remember I saw it from the parking lot, but I was too late to school to like, get in there to like actually see what was going on. Were there speeches or was it mostly sign holding and kind of handing out pamphlets maybe to the people walking into the school? It really was just holding the signs. Um, as you mentioned, having people in two different locations would have made it awkward maybe to have, we felt it would be awkward because then how do you control who is hearing what? Um, so we decided it would just be um, signs from Friday. Yeah, I think that was really effective and a good choice because obviously you can't have like a speech like on both sides of the wall um, or the middle of school. So I guess just going back to the general idea of strengths and differences, um, I know there was an Alana union being formed. I remember that being an announcement. Could you talk more in detail about that and its relation to the strengths and differences? So that is um, still a work in progress. Um, and I don't want to say too much because I'm still trying to clarify for the students of that group how they would want to interact with the wider school community as well as strengths and differences because I can see how they could be complementary where students of color could have a space where they could raise issues and then strengths and differences is sort of a way of broadening that out to the wider school community but still still figuring that bit out all right yeah um do you have um any like wishes in the future for strength and differences like more of the walk-ins or more of like the sign holding and stuff or are you just kind of looking towards more meetings and like other topical discussions um, so we're looking forward to more events where it would bring more attention to and just directing more issues and letting people acknowledge that it is still going on in the school and that we won't stop until we get change and that the racial issues need to stop because some students don't feel safe in the school. You may feel safe, but other students don't. And if it's not a safe space, how are you going to learn? How are you going to feel comfortable in the safe space, I mean, in the school? Um, it's also, I think, uh, for us to figure out ways of... So the walk-in was a statement. I think going forward, we want to have conversations and promote dialogue in the school, and then figuring out what kinds of actions, um, tangible actions, would make students feel safe. And it's not just students of color, it's... Um, students with gender, um, queer issues, students with disabilities. It is, the impetus comes from students of color because of the walkout, but it is broader than that. So I think it is definitely to, to figure out how to make the school more inclusive for everyone.
right, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add about strengths and differences or other issues of BHS? Um, all are welcome to come after school every Wednesday in room 370. Go ahead and read my outro. Um, that concludes this episode of the Wompcast. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you can listen. Find us on social media at Womp TV. And if you have any comments or questions, please email us at braintreehighnews at braintreeschools.org. Thank you to Miss Johnson and Olila for joining me today. And talk soon, the Wompcast.